0: Welcome. Thank you. Everyone, Jack from Ammo Marketing here. Uh, Today, I'm stepping in for Cam, our usual host. And today on Weird Growth, we have uh, Rebecca Loftus and Nicole Gazy from Idea Academy. Idea Academy, uh, and I've got a bit of an intro here for you guys. Is a community that supports the niche talents and interests that students have idea helps students transition into the real world and preparing them for the future how'd I go is that kind of accurate we'll, we'll take it we'll yeah. take, it. Yeah. Yeah. take it you'll take it you'll take it so we're going to talk a bit about idea today and your growth journey but um, before we do uh, I got a pop quiz for you guys if you were to start another business from scratch today what would it be and it can't be idea there's the there's the twist
1: I did mention uh, yesterday, maybe we should have just started Idea Doggy Daycare for doggies that don't fit the mainstream. <laughs> they don't talk back as much as the teenagers yeah. do. But yeah.
2: yeah, and they shit in one place. They do. <laughs> we've, al-
1: we've also talked about maybe just opening a florist in Bali, if it all goes. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> we've also talked about Eucopia, which is a, um, an island for founders, and you can go there and just escape and be... Yeah. Pampered and taken care of. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: But so also
1: engage in unhealthy coping strategies like, like drinking too much. Heavy drinking. And oh, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: I wonder why we got <laughs> drinks today. Um. Mm. So flowers, dogs and islands. Mm. I feel like you could bring them together yeah. somehow. why not? Potentially. Maybe. Like yeah. a meta style, just alternative,
1: you know, world and ecosystem where you can just get everything from idea. Yeah. Flowers, dogs, education <laughs> and... um mental health treatment facilities yeah
0: so yeah well it sounds like something that would be very wholesome and welcoming and I guess Always. that's kind of close to definitely what you guys are like anyway right? yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: actually yes yeah we, we're, we're caretakers for sure yeah. mm. I think we'd definitely be in in all honesty yeah I'm sure we'd be in some sort of care based industry mm. yeah
2: I think that um, yeah, if if it didn't work out or doesn't work out, which that's a terrifying thought, um, but we'd just be back at it again. So as as full on as the journey's been, I- mm. it's in our blood now. I think yeah, yeah we'd probably take maybe six months off and then be at it again.
0: Mm. So yeah, Well, I think it's gonna work. No, oh, I think it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys have been killing it. Yeah. I mean, it's been you've been unignorable ah. really um, <laughs> in the in the Perth ecosystem anyway. Um, it's been awesome to watch you grow and and, and be a part of that too uh, in some ways. So we're really excited to have you here today. Um, there's so much to unpack. Um, but before we get into that, um, what do you, what was the original sort of um, starting point for idea? What was that first problem that you were you were trying to solve with the company?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I have a wonderful son who um, is 20 now. Um, and always a little different as a kid, loved mm-hmm. to be an adventurer and then he had to go to this thing called school and you could just see straight up that he was um, yeah, too big for the classroom. Um, and so education was always a little bit of a struggle for him um, but it was really hard to understand as a parent because he was quite talented and very articulate and quite yeah. emotionally intelligent and very creative and I was like, "Well, oh, what's going on here? So high school came along and I thought, oh, he's going to actually – ...possibly die in this system and looking for options, um, it was really, really... Um, ...it was quite limited mm-hmm. um, and we did identify an option um, for him and uh, one of them... ...yeah, he he basically his mental health really, really suffered um, and there was a big um, crisis point at, um, at one day... ...and I just thought, God, a sy- there's no system that has a right to do this to an individual... ...and I was mm. like, well, what's the long-term impact for him if, you know, I wasn't in the position I... I was in at the time being in education, what what do other parents do and what if they can't afford, you know, alternative options and, and there is no option anyway for mm. young people like this or if they are, they're kind of underwhelmed or underengaged anyway. So I just thought that that for me was the crisis point that I thought, you know, from my professional experience working with industry and, and education and seeing that everybody wanted the same thing, mm. coming at a different way, there was many, many opportunities in the system so I just thought, well, We've just got to create something, otherwise there's going to be this huge long-term impact. More and more young people are suffering because of it and families just want something different. So, yeah, that was my... Wow, that's your why. point. Yeah, it's great. I just wanted. I didn't a nice want anyone else to go through that. I didn't want any young person or any parent to go through that ever again. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I wanted a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was. Where well, to drink? The, yeah. <laughs> and then she found this. I want to wear thongs <laughs> to work every day. <laughs> I, uh, my perspective was coming from being in the classroom, I guess, as a yeah. teacher, and yeah, mm. seeing uh, it. Do, yeah, it just doesn't work for a lot of kids, uh, and as a teacher as well. And um, there's, uh, I felt there's, you know, there's other ways to do it, and there's a lot of cool stuff happening, and. Uh, yeah, I just got really interested in, from a research perspective in, in what all the alternative models are and what's happening out there. And mm. yeah, met this lovely lady who was on, we were both kind of on a similar path and, and thinking the same way. And we just mm. joined forces and off we went.
0: Yeah. And tell me more about that story. How did you guys meet?
1: Through Chandra from SpaceCubed, yeah, really? yeah. Oh, shout journey. out to Chandra! Yeah, shout no. out to Chandra. Uh, I was working at um, Fogarty Foundation on yeah. one of their programs called Ed Futures, and that was looking at well, what can we do to kind of accelerate this transition and sup- uh, to a, a new future of education, and mm. how do we support local alternatives and how do we amplify the research and all that kind of stuff Mm. and um, I had been chatting with SpaceCubed and a bunch of others around like let's just get this group together and yeah he was like you should have you do you know Nicole Gazy?" I was like no he said you need a meter and so we met for met for a cup of tea we always joked that it then quickly turned into a wine and Mm. that was um, at kind of the early 2019 Mm -hmm. and then by the end of 2019 it was like let's just join forces and do this
0: Nice, yeah. nice. And and from, I guess, that first um, touch point and meeting and um, how long did it take for you guys to, I guess, form that first cohort um, and work out, I guess, the initial concept of, of idea?
2: I think that um, without knowing it, we were um, really doing human-centred design. So obviously coming from my own personal experience as, a, I guess, a user of the system, a mm-hmm. mother um, who's got, you know, Who's young person fits ideas persona?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that's where it started. But I, I, think we both were very, very curious about who is it not working for and why, and where are they, and how can we talk to them?
1: Mm.
2: And um, I think COVID was actually a blessing in disguise for us because we got to talk to many, many people during that year, um, and particularly in the homeschool market. So we, we started with really, really understanding the pain points of our, of our customer. Mm um
1: and what responding. are the other options
0: sorry uh, yeah. to jump in what are the other options out there for for a student you know like
1: yeah i mean know, there's the nice it depends on how how they different and how alternative you're willing to go i mean yeah. there's lots of within schools there's programs um within public and private schools there's alternative programs mm-hmm. um there's alternative schools with um who are offering alternative credentials like montessori it's diner things like that so um and then there's I mean, homeschooling is one of is a very high growth sectors. Um, parents are pulling their kids out of school. There's online schools. There, there's there's different alternatives, and it just depends on where you want to go, mm-hmm. I guess, as well.
2: What we the way we describe it is that in the current system, um, the mainstream system, there is um, plenty of programs for um, academically talented young people. There's plenty of um, programs for young people who need extra social care like care schools Mm -hmm. and engagement programs and young people with um, disabilities, um, there's programs for them. The whole system is kind of catered towards that mainstream or the middle cohort. But if you slip either side of the bell curve there and you show some creativity, you might be neurodiverse, you challenge the system, you ask why a lot, then there's really nothing for you. You kind of have to sit Mm. in that middle rung. And so myself, we ended up at um, Steiner mainly because his mental health had got so bad and he's a creative. So I thought, okay, him being alive is the most important thing <laughs> right now. And mm. so as a creative, I think the worst thing a creative can do is put a lid on it. So um, giving him that freedom to go and, and build in that emotional um, awareness and get creative again. But yeah, there's the Montessori's online school um, there's some care schools out there, but then what young people are actually doing is they're just going off to TAFE or yeah. they're going and working, but they're not landing well enough. And we yeah. think that TAFE um, and the vocational systems, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But there's no middle ground, and that's really we've got very very clear over the last year that that's the space we occupy. Yeah, mm. and I mean
0: it's great, yeah. right? Because people are finding their own path, and yeah. it's happening more. And and mm. I guess if you guys can be that bridge We're that the bridge. takes them, yeah to that i think that's awesome and the kids are
2: responding i mean there's nothing more rewarding than having hypotheses that are well researched and and validated and then actually um seeing the outcome Mm. seamlessly occurring so we we've just started obviously in three week three we're just having a flood of positive feedback from parents and young people and Mm. yeah it's it's makes it all worth it
1: it's lovely seeing those inquiries come in where you're like, you are exactly who we've designed this mm-hmm. for. Like a parent that's like at their wits end, they don't know what to do. and They're apologetic for, many,
2: for these incredible young people.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, anyway, and just being able to be like, don't worry, we got you. And it might not be, we not might not be the answer, but we're at mm-hmm. least a, a, a place you can come and ask that question and, yeah. and reorient and, and know that, hey, Okay, if your kid doesn't fit, there's you're, you're going to be okay,
0: yeah, and it's great that there's more options out there yep, for people. Absolutely. I mean, that's I awesome. Benefit, like, why do you think as well that it's like happening more? Why do you think we're, I guess, as a society forging our own paths more? Like, what's your perspective on that? And I didn't think about this
2: actually this morning uh, yeah. about the School Education Act in West Australia, it was it last reviewed in 1999, and I uh, think about. How much has gone on um, since then? So the, mm. I think the world has changed. The gap between what young people are leaving school with in, tradi- in a traditional setting and what the real world is requiring of them is just getting further and further apart. Um, and I think it's very, very difficult for systems, education systems, politically to, to take risk. Um, and to experiment, but that's where the opportunity lies, where that collaborative effort can really um, start mm. to happen. We almost take the small risk on behalf of the system and and manage it um, well, um, but that's kind of what, where we have to get to. So I think young, the world's changed. Young people therefore have changed, and what their focus is, and what they need, and so they're not they're naturally not going to fit into that old system, yeah. this, regardless of what the system and schools are trying to do. Um, we've had evidence this week that they just don't have the autonomy that they need yeah, to get out of the world. They can't – they have to unlearn how they've been learning.
0: Yeah, amazing. And as, like, founders, right, That that's the perfect spot to mm. position yourself in that corner of disruption.
1: Mm.
0: You know, no one's doing it within the system. We're going to operate in it and mm. create our own category, basically, mm. um, yeah. of education, yeah. so –
1: and people are so connected nowadays. I think that traditional message of you go to school, you get your credential, you go to university, you get a job. Like that's just turned on its head. And I think young people don't believe that either anymore. They they're know that it. there is because I see them on social media and um, particularly for the, our students that are entrepreneurial minded. Like they see these um, s- success stories of people that maybe dropped out early. So, you know, they're actually looking for more than What's well, on offer sometimes and they're shopping mm-hmm. around in a way and, mm-hmm. and, and looking for things that they know will benefit them. So
2: I think yeah. particularly the, the problem and that's th- also this work we've done is identifying where the problem is biggest yep. and you start to see the wheels fall off around year 9 and 10 for young people because all of a sudden they've got to make some big decisions and it becomes highly standardised in year 11 and 12. And so there's some really big decisions that need to be made and sometimes it's so big mm. that the behaviours of the young person is to totally withdraw or disengage and, but there's latent talent there and potential that is lost if you don't capture it. So um, we do focus up at that older um, end of the spectrum because they want to be engaged and immersed in the real world because that's what's on their doorstep. So if we keep them in an institution and sh- um, shield them from that world yeah. and then say, off you go, see you later um good luck guess what but, happens Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. they get fired <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then they start their
0: own company yeah. Know, yeah maybe um yeah. which is good for for us as well
2: so we're trying to accelerate that that yeah. process and minimize the road bumps and lost opportunity money time all of that so yeah. we're just yeah condensing that
0: cool so on that like what makes you guys different what is it that you actually offer with idea
1: Yeah I think the idea of having education embedded within a real world context so Mm -hmm. we work within co-working spaces or innovation hubs and uh, like youth spaces and the fact that it is really personalized and co-designed for each student so Mm -hmm. it's a bit of a they kind of select and create their own program and I guess just the, the true flexibility as well, like ultimately we don't mind what the portfolio looks like at the end of those two years, as long as that student is happy, they've pushed themselves and the, their team, you know, parents, carers, whatever, that everyone's happy. So I think it's like, yeah, we're not invested in a particular outcome or, or a particular vision of success. It's as, as long as they're happy and they have their next step and they're ready to take it. We yeah, see the great. first the
2: last two years of education, or formal education is the first two years of a career essentially, and even going down into that fifteen year old space. And so it's a strategy and because of the way we're structured our facilitators are freed up instead of doing the chalk and talk and here's I've got the information and I I will bestow that on you and then you will regurgitate it back to me. Um, We've got time to really have a game plan that constantly pivots and the students are encouraged to go and explore and experiment and find out what they do and don't like. Um, which saves time and money later on and we can constantly pivot that strategic plan, I guess, that transition plan. So whereas traditional education probably puts a fair bit of emphasis um, on their success determined on scores, we measure our success on how successful that transition was um, for a young person.
0: And that's perfect, right, like where you can integrate work and learning together Mm -hmm. and it overlaps, um, you know, awesome things happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember um, when I was at university, I actually did my thesis on work integrated learning. Oh, great. Well done. And like how entrepreneurs are kind of impacted by that. Um, And I think, you know, I saw some really cool things happen out of Bloom um, and just that whole community. And I remember seeing Ed Futures around that time as well. And there were a couple of other organisations that kind of orbited that Mm -hmm. model. And then all the people out of that now, they're all doing amazing things, you know. so. I it's think it's definitely a testament, and I think we had another link too with uh, Kai as well. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was
1: going to say actually, when our you're early like, adopter. yeah, mm-hmm. you said when yeah. the first when did your first cohort come together, and Kai like called back in. Was it 2020 or 2021? Anyway, I think we uh, just had our like one page one page website website up. up, and
2: yeah, this this kid. Gives us a call and says, Oh, I'd like to attend idea, please. And like, oh shit. <laughs> it's, yeah. another it's, it's another thing, yeah. Another thing yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, navigating that conversation with himself and his and his parents and just thinking, wow, this kid's really, really special. But I can see that at school he's kind of, yeah, I, I think he was a personality at school, but he wasn't an outstanding student by any stretch of the imagination. Imagine if he stays at school for another Two years. I know. Um, so glad he dropped out.
0: Shout out mm. to Kylo. Well, he didn't we drop out. He, he
2: jumped, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he just he moved he fro- around. Um, leapfrogged he into university. the
0: whole process. He's yeah. like, I don't need this. I can start working. I can yeah. start. Yeah. And you know, we met him at West Tech Fest. Like yeah. he he was just active. Yeah. And now he's got his own podcast and show as well. And yeah. Stuff is. So, I was so, interesting when I was yeah. um,
2: working in government, and we were looking at success measures and things like that. And and you know, year twelve completion was this like this measure that um, schools were, were, I guess, measured up against. Um, But, yeah, the young people that were leaving in year 10 or 11 into apprenticeship, so that's dropping out of school but that's quite successful because they've actually transitioned into a, um, work or the entrepreneur that that mm. jumps out and ends up at uni or running a company well that's a success measure but there's none of that is captured in the data yeah. at the yeah
0: i mean even if you're selling t-shirts or sneakers or something like that yeah you're still learning more about marketing than you will at university yeah you know? one of our kids
1: you know? today when he's <laughs> like can i just go i gotta do to a go. business thing and went and sold two pairs of shoes yeah. you know
2: they yeah well he, he yeah he wanted to he, can I just go to? Um, I can't remember. I don't think it was Foot Locker, but Nike or something like that. I, yeah. I just got to go now. I was like, you've got. There's some shoes to buy, isn't there? For re- <laughs> reselling. And he's like, yeah. I was like, mm, okay, all right. <laughs> it can be your break. Yeah. And so he quickly nicked out wow. and made two, two or three hundred dollars in re- at recess. So.
0: Awesome. Tell <laughs> yeah. tell us more about the students because. Oh my goodness, you it's know, so there's cool. like. So many great stories coming out of idea. Yeah. Um, are there we've, any that really stand out for you? Uh, like, there's an, uh, it's hard to pick your favourites, right? Like you don't want to. There's a story for everyone. <laughs>
2: I, I might is. say there is a story for every yeah. single student that is awesome because whenever we get this, asked this question, it's like, which one will we
1: pick? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Harry's a good story. He's on an internship with Better Lives Ventures at the minute and mm-hmm. um, working for them um oh I don't know you know the the success stories for me are the kids that came on day one for an interview Mm -hmm. and like there was one kid in particular that like couldn't even talk to me because she was so distraught and like anxious and had been so kind of screwed over and like as she slowly like started to feel a bit safer she was talking about like how much she loves animation and there's this cool studio in Rome that she wants to go and work for and now she's just like is this she's so alive she's got friends and she's chatty and she's confident. And so it's it's that kind of growth journey and even Harry who, you know, mm-hmm. the first time we met him he was like so quiet and reserved.
2: He'd stopped attending school and his world was in his bedroom basically and he was so scared of the world and doing online school at the time. Yeah, and um, he—you just wouldn't pick it now. Yeah. he's pitching in front Same of day. people. Yeah, it's absolutely, mm-hmm. and he's working for yeah Better Labs mm-hmm. now, and you just would not pick that—that's the story. But as I say, all of our students are like that, and people have asked us, you know, what do you do to um, to personalize or how do you adapt your you know teaching style to these students' needs? And we're like, it's just idea. Idea is just flexible. It is student. Um, led Mm. um and we can personalize so we're not actually doing anything out of the ordinary and
0: seeing that like you know that transition and and people thrive like it's so impactful Mm. i mean that must really like inspire you guys it's what
2: keeps us going yeah as uh, you know we're very lucky as founders and um that we have constant validations like that can yeah. sometimes be very detrimental because you get to see every little eye roll or whatever. But we get constant feedback and it's it's not um, in teaspoons, it's like by the gallon, don't we? It's yeah, just there's no
1: like it's not just a Google review. It's like a <sighs> Yeah. <you're right. laughs> oh, okay, we're gonna pivot that one. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't like that? This is like yeah. if teenagers won't hold back either. If they don't like yeah. something they'll let you know. So it's it's, like, it's, oh, it's that's cringe.
0: Miss. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's it's a really intense thing to have your yeah. customer facing you and and responding in the moment but uh, it's also yeah. really great it's but really often moving. the
0: issue for startups right because like getting a yeah. feedback loop can take too long or be slow yeah, and, but in and every where you can get it like every day i mean that's yeah a lot of our a better product yeah we can talk
2: about mat time because something mat that time. we yeah what we do is if, if you feel the <laughs> funk is there and nothing it, and it is not gelling we'll be yeah. like okay bring it in because we talk about it being co-designed yeah, so yeah, when yeah. that's not just you know um that's just you know, something that we're throwing out there, we'll say, okay, what is working? What isn't working? Mm-hmm. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? They'll give us feedback and then we give them feedback because it's got to be two-way. So um, it is truly co-designed around them.
0: Nice, mm-hmm. mat time. I've never heard it yeah, called like, that before. I mean, basically, so
1: I just sent my son to kindy. He's just started school a couple yeah. of weeks ago and I was looking at their book list like it's no books it's like coloring pencils scissors things I was like this is kind of like the idea but <laughs> and like an idea we have mat time it's kind of kindy and we joke to families yeah. it's like family daycare for teenagers because mm. it's a war it's like a safe cool environment where kids can come and like start their futures now kind of thing and yeah. it's in a cool co-working space like we call it co-learning because it's mo- it's modeled off this idea of what well, co-working how co-working spaces have kind of exploded globally yeah. Why can't there be a similar thing for learners, you know, where they can come together, learn on their own pathways, but they're in, they have a cohort and Mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of our, a couple of our um, services have come because parents have come to us. And being like, oh, you know, please, you have something for my kid, and, and we're like, oh, and, and when you consistently see that there's a gap right there, we're like, well, I guess we can offer this for those that cohort of kids, and mm. so one of our offerings, pathways, came from that from homeschool families and online learners being like, it's great, but like they really miss a cohort, but they can't go back to school, and we're like, oh, you know, we can s- certainly support some, yeah, and have a
2: study hub and just that wraparound yeah. service. So we, I think that something that we're we're good at is listening. Um, and not experimenting but testing so is that what you want no just turn that the dial a little bit this way is that what you want yeah good and so that's I think that's the secret to our success really is that we are agile we're um, responsive we are highly empathetic Mm. um, and yeah so with that it's a bit of a winning formula really Mm. so good just keeping that and the wine oh yeah Mm, a lot
0: well Yeah. yeah when you can you know you can't drink with your customers. Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't. Uh, but let that be recorded. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's get there on the record. Uh, but Matt time. Great, mm, yeah. great compromise. Great yeah. way to do that. Um, let's go back to marketing now. Um, how did you reach your first customers? Because you're, what, are you, what are you sitting at student number-wise today? I mean, it's getting up there.
2: 68, 68. at the moment um, with every, like all of our programs. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. But mm. the first
0: ones, where do they come from?
2: The adopters were homeschoolers mainly. Um,
0: really?
1: Yeah. We did some like info sessions for the Homes education network. We I don't know. Yeah, I think it was and then it's word of mouth because I think yeah. in our industry word of mouth is key. Yeah. Uh, so because <laughs> where it's do a you go decision. if you mm. want to find out what school to go to or something? Like it's your friends will be like, "Oh, this is a great." know, we're not a school. And mm. um, but, you know, uh, that's where you go to get um kind of trusted opinions so the
2: homeschool like if you think about a homeschooler we actually interviewed a number of them and said what what was it that made you leave and choose homeschooling or why Mm. did you never attend what what were those actual things yeah bullying came up a fair bit um and just the the types of kids that don't buy the bullshit yeah um highly sensitive empathetic kids creatives and so we really listened in on what what they what they needed, and then the word just got out there. Yeah, we did a few little information sessions for them on pathways because what happens yeah. with homeschooling? If you it's fine when the kids are little, mm. but then you get to high school and they you know it's beyond mum and dad. The curriculum is yeah, um, and the opportunities you you're limited by what mum and dad know. So they were missing the I guess the pathways support that you'd get tr- at a traditional school. They were missing that, but they didn't want to go to a school to get that. So yeah.
0: Nice. And did that like, often come over in like cohorts? I imagine like that community's pretty connected, right? How did it go with like other students? Was it like they would bring their friends yeah, or? Yeah, that's how it worked. Yeah. We kind of joked about it uh, yeah. like,
1: oh, you know, bring a friend, but because they all started bringing friends. So you get. <laughs> and, <laughs> they, and again, it's that best. word of mouth. I mean, yeah. I actually jumped ship from my high school in year 12 and went to another school. And it wasn't a strategic decision. My friends are going, and I was like, yeah. "I want to go too." Yeah. So
2: <laughs> but they have like everybody's brought a friend. I think, yeah, except for a couple, but everyone's ended up because they yeah. hang out on the weekend and yeah. they're like, you, "You don't look like you're petrified of going to school tomorrow, or you have you haven't got." I mean, it's the majority of, of your week,
0: right? Like, where are you going to be spending your most time? And when the kids you're that are happy. Age? Yeah, they're happy. Yeah, they're happy.
1: Occasionally, there'll be a moment, you know, around half three, and I'll be like, "Do you even go here?" Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. their friends will come and meet them. You know, it, it at the hub, and, and like, oh, I don't recognize you, but mm-hmm. yeah, nice. It's, oh, it's nice.
0: so good how you like were able to le- leverage those like network effects at play there, and and really bring on all these customers at once. Mm-hmm. Telling the
2: story as well helped. Yeah. So the fact that well, this isn't a contrived um, service that we thought up overnight, yeah. you know, it, it's came out of a, a, from a very very good place, mm-hmm. much needed, and we could we could speak to the experience of our parents. Yeah. Um, And the families, we knew exactly, we got inside their heads basically and knew exactly what they were going through. So that was, I think, absolutely key um, in building trust because it's a big decision, um, particularly where we're pivoting to going towards a more... purely vocational model there's going to be a big jump you know you got to leave school to do that so you have to kind of you know have to need your shit and you have to also know what they're going through and feeling and and how
1: big this decision is yeah
0: and because you solved your own problem basically yeah (laughs) with the company you get a bit of respect (laughs) yeah
1: i (laughs) joke that the when i finished up in the last like teaching role that i had in a school i was actually going to um do a phd and i was Mm. like I joke that, oh, yeah, I'll come back when there's, like, a new way of teaching and I've got a school to go to that I want to teach in. And, well, that didn't happen. We just created an idea instead. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah.
2: Yeah, we like going to, to work each day.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. Um, you guys raised a bit of money as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to share a bit about that process? and, and The whole who thing we were learning, invested? like,
1: yeah, we, yeah, it was a really good learning experience. We went and joined the plus eight cohort. So yeah. um, that was really pivotal, I think, in our whole journey and our success uh, in terms of getting off the ground. Because uh, I think before that, yeah, we didn't really know a huge amount. We just wanted to solve this problem, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's this massive problem we want to solve it, yeah. And here's the way we're going to do it, yeah. And then how do we all pay l- for it? Then we're like, yeah. how do we like <laughs> th- the crickets. And we're like, okay. Right. Oh wait, we got do to you pay lem- ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, <Hugh> <laughs> drives and um, yeah. sausage yeah. Well, that right? was it. We were yeah. like, and and you know, we went down a number of roads because we were yeah. like, surely, and that was a part of my work. And um, with Fogarty Foundation was like, yeah, how do we support these kind of initiatives, and who's going to take on the responsibility, and how do we generate? But, um, you know, where we ended up, obviously Space cubed had, um, Nicole was involved with them, I had a relationship with them as well, and, um, you know, we knew about the Plus 8 um, Accelerator through them, and we but chucked we, our hats in Yeah, the, we threw our
2: hats, it was like, okay, we'll give limit. it a go, but, you know, we don't have a sexy tech company yet, or anything like that, but um, we did, and I think that most people were shocked that we kind of got in, it's just, we knew our stuff, I think, we knew our stuff, and well, we, we were, were nice, yeah. <laughs>
1: we're nice and now retrospectively we're like oh, okay i guess we did have a good idea Yeah, it a good idea. <laughs> but um yeah and so really our journey with raising um C capital came from that experience so yeah. so because part of that it's a it's a huge learning journey but it's like the yeah. connections you make and the people who like they're with you along the way so they really understand your journey and so when it came time to then um raise funds i think we had i mean We've only done it once, but it seemed to us to be a, a relatively okay process because we had already had mm. built trust and people knew what we were about and what we were wanting to do. And so
2: I think it's less terrifying raising the first time than it is once you're in and you need to raise again. So yeah. but thank goodness we had that. Or, or ex- you need to deliver. Yeah, you yeah. need to deliver. Um Yeah, thank goodness that we had plus eight. I've always said that that's probably the best learning experience I've ever had because I needed Mm -hmm. the information um, there and then. Whereas when you're studying at uni or whatever, you don't need it right right then. Yeah. So, um, but just the support network. I've I think working in bureaucracy for so many years, I I had become very used to that culture, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realise how um, supportive. Um, communities can be um, work employment and work communities and business community can be. Yeah. Um so I think that that's the thing that's really struck me is that Perth is a small place. Um and if you can insert yourself into a um into the startup community and business community then there's a lot of support out there. Yeah. A lot of goodwill um and people want to see you succeed.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah. Ah yeah. uh, the wicked part about the startup community. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's just everyone just gets behind everyone, supports yeah. each yeah. other Yeah, it's like, very it supportive. Definitely yeah. Like that. Hey. Which is
2: a stark contrast to what I'd been used to in workplaces, so yeah. it was. It's been really refreshing to experience that, and therefore, you obviously want the young, the young people that we serve. We want them to have access to that, and they do now. So yeah. everyone wants to help Added a benefit. young person, and mm. so we feel very confident and comfortable making those connections for the students. And yeah, so it's nice. Mm.
0: Definitely witnessed as well throughout the Plus Eight program. You guys finished that, um, but you've still kept active in that. Um, what, what were some of the other ways that you guys have been active? Because I think I saw mentoring, yeah. mentoring. Yeah. you were helping with the pitches. Yeah. Like they blew the pitch night They did, yeah. It was actually. amazing.
2: Right. Yeah, it yeah. was Just so,
1: so, so good. good. Yeah. They pitched in front of our kids, a few of them, like came down oh, and yeah? pitched in front of our four business kids and yeah. – and
2: there was a few afternoons with it because we were in we are in flux, so yeah. um, that is where Plus Eight was. Um, is being run. delivered, and so there'd be a few Friday afternoons um, where they'd drop in and say, "Can we just practice our pitch in front of you?" And yeah, yeah.
1: We had um, one of our students, Ali, was the Plus Eight runner, yeah. so he got to yeah. basically sit in on all of the Plus Eight master classes. So cool. Yeah. I just had a chat with him today, and he's like, "I just really want to have a purpose-driven business." I'm like, "You're onto it, buddy." Yeah, yeah. Because they obviously now he's our yeah he's in. Year 11,
0: we months. met him when he was
2: 13. And we're like, So, have you got thoughts about the future and what you'd like to do? He's like, I want to be a
1: philanthropist.
2: And we're like, Okay,
1: so <laughs> let's
0: just make money. Say that one right as yeah, well. Yeah, you gotta be yeah. careful how you say yeah. that yeah. one sometimes.
1: So he, Whereas, guy. we also have kids that are like, I want to be a millionaire and get a Lamborghini. We're like, Okay, let's just work <laughs> on your purpose there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bit of a different yeah. type of personality, yeah. Um, yeah, I won't name names, but I think we all know mm. who I'm thinking of there. Um, how are you guys planning to scale? Because you've got the you've got the one yeah. sort of yeah, flagship right. school yeah. now but yeah
1: it's really i think it is finding that a hybrid organization that is it's a tech company but it's a service company as well yeah. so we kind of see ourselves as a bit of a hybrid in that yeah. we are we will be shifting more and more into that kind of online space but the the value we see in the gap is really in what we call our co-learning hubs and like mm-hmm. giving because there's uh, there's online options but giving students some sort of a a, a base, a base and a as cohort as well. and a cultural experience too so for us i think the next um couple of years will just be like bolstering our foundations mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um, our plan is to just yeah continue see, to grow uh, move to eastern states and Beyond. When you
2: launch a, a startup, it usually whatever you launch is held together with sticky tape and, <laughs> and chewing gum, and yeah, um, and so this year is very much about like shoring things up, um, pivoting slightly, and putting those structures in place, and then because we can just see it, like the demand and the heat is starting to. Um, it to be felt, we've got you know communities. Um, it's really this is a very good option and model for regional communities as well. So yeah. we've got communities that are reaching out saying, "Can we have an idea hub in our locality?" Wow. Um, so we are wow. discussing that with a couple at the moment, and and some of beyond a discussion, which is really exciting. But yeah, we're like, well, we've got to get this main. Um, the main core of our um, program and company mm. um, shored up for that. And so that's happening whether we like it or not. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah.
0: So there's, there's a trend there we, you can capitalise on. Yeah. yeah,
1: we had a um, – Mom of a three-and-a-half-year-old called she to sign them, them up. I
2: was in the car this like, morning and like, sorry, did you say three-and-a-half? She's <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, what well, year is that? The yeah.
0: year
1: so that's yeah. a new a new target to be able to service that kid who will be in my son's class then as well. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I guess if you think about education, other institutions have been around for years, right? Like people are enrolling students at birth, you yeah. know, for, yeah, for, for some of them. So she's so. enrolling this is, child yeah. in
2: an alternative from birth. <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah, but, and that's the thing is like everyone – education is because it's like everyone needs an education of of some form and and so you know it's always going to be there and the Population growth alone is gonna. There's going to be a need for more providers, and uh, we know that schools are busting at the seams. So, I think for us, that's the the beauty of this is we. It's it's okay to coexist al- alongside all of these other providers and yeah. other alternatives. We don't want to be this like we're the best and we're the only solution. No, no, yeah. we suit a particular cohort of kids that don't have mm. many other options. Yeah, and and you know, and we feel confident that by just servicing them and doing what we do, like we can't and obviously busting our butts <laughs> behind the <laughs> scenes like we can grow yeah. and we can continue to do what we've started to do over the last 18 months here yeah.
2: the thing is that something has to change now yeah. um and i think that that is uh, from experience working um, i mean government it's change is unfortunately slow um and that's because there's so ma- many layers to get through and um it's difficult you're looking at if from a conception of a new idea or initiative to actually rolling out or even policy or legislation change, you're looking at about a five-year process. We don't have that time. Mm-hmm. Our kids are really, really suffering. And there's, we always say if education is your issue, if your education's the issue, we can fix that. Because as I said, we're, we're creating and we're targeting that niche group of young people where social issues aren't necessarily their problem, um, where it is they want to learn and they're creative and they're unique and they have gifts Um, but it's just underserved. Um, They're underserved in the system. So um, something has to change. Um, Yeah, I just don't think that, Government. It's not happening fast it's enough. It's not happening yeah. fast enough and they need it now. We're losing the anxiety level of young people mm. um, is quite disturbing but it just seems to kind of disappear at idea, doesn't it? Um, they still we sensitive. absorb <laughs> it all. We absorb <laughs> it all.
0: Yeah. It goes on the mat. It's yes, on <laughs> the get mat. it all out it on that the mat. Time.
2: That's I know that's a joke but it's also not because they get yeah. to we model um, how to have the conversation around vulnerability and tolerance and yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, you mentioned the regional uh, trend and mm. movement. What other like trends are you seeing across education? You know, any that you can capitalize on as a company? Micro
2: credentials, well? definitely. Yeah. Like it's a buzzword now and there's been some questionable um, examples of micro credentials. But <laughs> I even thought about going into, you know, post grad study. I can't sit in a classroom for three years and yeah. listen to lectures. I can't learn that way anymore. It's and by the, I think the way that the industry is change, industry changes so quickly now. By mm. the time you get to the end of a degree, it's obsolete. So yeah. that concept of on demand, um, fit p- for purpose skills um, and credentials, mm. that is the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. The mini the course, the mini course yeah. um, that can be pivoted and changed. Um, yeah. that's definitely,
1: yeah, a trend. And I think definitely fle- the flexibility piece. I think mm. with COVID, there was many, many downsides, but one of the upsides was students were like, oh, I can just like learn online, yeah. asynchronously on my time. And more and more we see online solutions globally, but like families are more mobile. Like yeah. I travel, well, now that COVID's done, I or mostly done, I travel, I want to be able to travel with my kids and not necessarily have to worry about term time. Yeah. And I think how cool to be able to, take your education with you yeah and then potentially find a place around so the like world that is part of your, your own yeah idea community you know? <laughs> so good so yeah definitely that flexibility yeah. and yeah for sure
0: yeah. one of the apps i really like uh is primer mm-hmm. when i was first like uh started at ammo and, and learning a lot of marketing things uh this like google app that would basically break things down into like mini lessons um yeah. because like apparently adult attention spans only seven minutes. Yeah. So I guess I if you're that. still listening to this episode, you're doing well. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, we haven't got much left and in terms of attention. So yeah. just to be able to, you know, break it down, keep it easy for me, like, that's, that's what made it work for me. And anyway. we
2: always say we're not going to do anything that – that you don't need to do it, idea. So mm. we're not going to fill time. We'd rather the yeah. students fill time. So, I mean, today we have what's called Flex Learning Day. Um, it's self-directed study. The students aren't out doing um, further training or uni or whatever. They come into the hub and they have to be productive. Um, but we're saying if that is that you're doing a project in the design studio, um, then great. If you're reading a, a book on, I don't know, um, being a founder, then fabulous, but... Um, yeah, they, they need to kind of fill the time themselves with what's important. We provide structures around that and advice and, and help them to to build that portfolio. But why just shovel pointless content in if they're not going to need it or use it or they're not interested?
0: I mean, that applies to so many things, doesn't yeah. it? Like yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know. And the, the, the things that we're doing, they're not new concepts. It's like, they're, they're just a rehash of some of the stuff that's been said for a long, long time. So,
0: mm. yeah. and it's I really think, involved, you know,
1: in. we talk a lot about innovation, entrepreneurship design, but I think really the most innovative thing about idea is just how high care it is and mm. how individualized and yeah. that's something that will never go out of fashion. Like STEM was a thing, it's obviously still a thing and a buzzword, but entrepreneurship education is a bit of a buzz right now. Um they are key skills and, and important skills. But mo- mostly what we meet the kid with is just like a lot of love and a lot of care. Mm. And then and and that opens them up to be able to yeah. learn those skills of,
0: yeah. you know. I, you. I look around yeah. the
1: room. It was yesterday and even
2: this morning. I was just thinking, wow, this is actually quite amazing everybody was busy doing something and mm. then but they were together there was no one telling them what to do yeah um they knew they'd had a plan that they'd kind of got signed off mm. and it was it was so it wasn't an effort and i was just thinking how much effort poor teachers have to go through to get everybody to do the same thing at the same time on their schedule
0: yeah
2: um like there is so much effort in that mm. um yeah
0: so, mm. Fair enough. what would you uh what would your advice be to founders you know in looking to grow one big piece of advice:
2: looking to grow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Who
0: wants it's to go a, first? Tough I, one. I'm just
1: like yeah. thinking because we're at that point. It's yeah. We? We're yeah. just. You know, I think definitely it's like it's the it's such a rewarding thing because you're doing it for yourself, mm-hmm. but it's like it's such an intense thing to do. I think if you're going to be looking to grow, like build your network, your support network yeah. first. Get a cleaner. Mm-hmm. Get a cleaner. Get a a cleaner. A cleaner, <laughs> a can be doing that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to be out. Got to be out yeah. networking, yeah, yeah. hitting the pavement.
1: You, it's true, though. You need a team yeah. behind you, and that might yeah. be a team at home. That might be a team of friends, mm-hmm. but also then a team of people who have gone – who have done it before yeah. and a team of really good advisors like we so much leaned on the advice that we uh, that of the advice of the people around us yeah. who we knew had the expertise and the experience yeah. because the, the thing the biggest learning for me as a founder was you need to know everything about everything you can't do that all all at once it's all you're always yeah. learning and so you just have to rely on the advice of trusted friends and experts and So, yeah, uh, my advice would be surround yourself with a really good community of support. Nice. And I think um,
2: there needs to be a level of acceptance about what's to come as Mm. well. So I remember getting loads of anxiety a couple of Decembers ago. Um,
1: (laughs) A couple of Decembers ago. (laughs) Not this
2: December, the one before, because I'm like, I need a break, and I'm not going to get it, and I've only got this week off, and then we're going to go back. And I just realised, I was like, the anxiety is around Um, denying the fact that you're going to be working your butt off again for another year. So it's almost like at that point I was like, okay, Mm. I just need to accept that it's Mm going to be another year like that. It's going to be intense and this year is going to be the same. We may have a light at um, at, at the end of the tunnel for next year but you just have to accept that this is the way it is. You're choosing it. Um, and to warn everybody around you that, you know, yeah, I'm not going to be the best friend, um, yeah. that I, that I once was, or yeah. I like let people know and just say, um, yeah, I mm. think that you have to accept the conditions.
0: That accept it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have to be fun, right? Like it's so no. fun and oh. like we,
2: and we make sure of that. Like we've always said that stand up yeah. comedy our duo would be our backup plan, but you have to have fun. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, You have to, you <laughs> what do. Would you,
0: what would be in your tr- routine? Give us some material. Oh, I don't know. Put you on the spot here. Oh, God. <laughs> come on, you guys know. are funny. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys are funny. <laughs> why That's not? why I brought you yeah, on the show. Oh, yeah, no,
1: okay. We, we'd thing. be terrible at stand-up communities because I don't think we could do it on demand, could we? No. We it's could. like uh, randomly right on a Friday, but um, yeah. yeah. I think, anyway, something anyway. where we just have to talk. Something like, to come, potentially. Mm. Yeah. Any yeah, <laughs> in, 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 in the behind happens. the
0: scenes episode yeah. of oh, Weird Growth, so you
2: guys come to meetings with us.
1: We so <laughs> <laughs> definitely just be, record one of our meetings.
2: <laughs> it would definitely be explicit uh, on the Yeah.
1: Right. No, um, it is. It's a lot. It is a lot of fun. And actually, you know, the thing <laughs> you have to do as a founder is take the time to just enjoy and tell yeah. the story. Because when you're so deep in it, mm. and all of the stuff that you got to do, it's I find sometimes that it's when we go and meet like maybe other founder friends or we just talk about idea how it's going and they're like oh my god this is so good and I'm like yeah, it's, it's actually been really cool. You know, it's been really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have to enjoy th- those kind of moments of reflection even when you're deep in the trenches. Yeah. And one
2: thing that we used to do, we'd hit a milestone and be like, oh, my God, anyway, next, um, what are we up to? <laughs> yeah, like, We'd never celebrate it. So funny
0: how, yeah. how you, like, work so hard to get there. And it's like, oh, it's nothing, it's just another day. Because you're, you're like, like okay, on. now
2: the next one. But it's not until yeah. someone says, you guys are doing really well, you're like, yeah, yeah okay we are or you get the feedback yeah. you're like actually this is yeah really really good so that's another piece of advice i do it's like just at least pause every now and then just half an hour even yeah
0: just <laughs> but yeah yeah take so it celebrate the wins for sure yeah i mean like it just reminds me of another podcast um the, uh it was called straight talk i think with we we like mark boris and stuff and he's like yeah i sold that company i went home i had a beer i had a pizza tv on that was it yeah like it was yeah. like because he's know. exhausted yeah that's why he was
2: probably asleep was like done. a minute later yeah. <laughs> i am
1: um, i think when we um like fully subscribed our cedar and um i like that once we got the final kind of offer through i like went I got home, dropped my bag, walked to the like playground outside Coles in the Melville shopping center, and got a pizza with my kids. and And I was like drinking apple juice. And I sent a photo to one of the investors. I was like, "Thanks,
0: <laughs> just raised."
1: <laughs> you know, time. like yeah. a four year old, and an, at the time, like what eight month old baby? Yeah. But that's what Whatever. I ever.
2: I don't think people actually realize as well, particularly, um, I know being female founders that yeah, you might raise. Um, your seed round, and then go home and change a nappy, or yeah. go yeah.
1: Yeah, like I'm just dealing with shit cl- every day. <laughs> <laughs> literal shit, literal Contrast shit, bureaucratic. So <laughs> <on. laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. It's intense. It is intense. I think one of the. Um, nicest things when my husband said to me at one stage when I was freaking out about like ruining our lives <laughs> 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 as you do in the early days um, and he's like do you know what it's just about giving it a go and you are in the best position to give it a go and so you know let's just jump in give it a go and what's the worst thing it can be we just walk away you're and like well so much can yeah, happen yeah, I, just, I was like best. no I appreciate it but you yeah. know it really is and I think that's it as a founder it's ju- just give it a go yeah. Yeah. don't and just go for it mm. yeah because
0: because you live with yourself if you didn't do it yeah. you know, and didn't yeah. find I out was what, saying, the what if, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: if I
2: die tomorrow that's very morbid but if I did I'd be satisfied oh. with having yeah please don't yeah. No, like,
0: oh shit we still want you here <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leave us please
1: I would be satisfied though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like not celebrating the wins I, yeah. If, if yeah, I'd yeah. like have a moment would have been like oh my god oh shit what am I gonna do now? I got to hire someone <laughs> <laughs> how am gonna do this by myself
0: <laughs> it's like the milestone thing you just move on yeah it's yeah like, <laughs> that was, that's, sad. <laughs> that's shame, super morbid that's <laughs> why so you need a co-founder <laughs> so good uh, um Show and tell time.
1: Uh-oh. I brought a bag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here's my cat. This is
0: a different show and tell. Not the one that is normally at school. Okay. This is the one where you tell us about um, uh, a tool, gadget, gizmo thing. Could be like yoga or something. I don't know. What's that one thing in your life at the moment that's like, I need it. It's making, <laughs> it's making the my line. life. <laughs> just, like, it um, uh, it, it yeah, just yeah. makes your life easier as a founder of a startup. Yeah.
2: This is going to sound so naff though. But you can like say anything it's, you want. It's honestly it's like the cleaner click and collect. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the people yeah. doing jobs for you so that you can just work and then come home and rest for like five minutes. I, I know that sounds really naff, but then also um, Ayurvedic massages. Oh, what? 100% Sorry? Ayurvedic massages. So what lots of that? nice warm oil and it gets to your bones and the anxiety like leaves for about 10 minutes.
0: Wow. Is that like, like a Thai massage or something similar? where you're Yeah, there?
2: something similar. But Yeah. Wow. That's a new thing I introduced this year. Aura? Ayurvedic massage.
0: A- Ayurvedic. you it 10 times. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then and you I get can't. one for free. Yeah. So <laughs> I,
2: found, I found a magician,
1: basically. Wow. Close by. Yeah. And I thought, I nice. need this in my life this year. So good. That's yeah. the self-care tick. Ooh. Mine, she got me onto them as well Yeah, so I'm yeah. Cooking. Uh, I think mine is similar to yours as well but no, but it's like the oldest support, mm. like I have a, a nanny to support I have a, actually I don't have a cleaner but I have a supportive husband <laughs> who cleans and who cooks and it's all, it's, it's, you have to just outsource all of those jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like you outsource can't do it all. Everything. Anything that you can, yeah. um, like Uber
2: take the it. mental load off you. Mm. Like, cause we get decision fatigue. So mm. even you get home and it's like, what about noodles or rice? And like, I don't care. Again, like some, yeah, whatever carbohydrate true. you want right now, like any mm. outsourcing of decisions, just outsource any decision that are not pretty cool. good one.
1: Then that, that's, I something. even went down the Mark Zuckerberg um, path she of did. just, I only, I know we're in a different teacher today. Got She's dressed brand. up. <laughs> She's dressed up. But I literally just yeah. went into Kmart. I was like, I bought seven white T-shirts. Went into Meyer. I got a pair of black pants, navy pants, khaki, whatever. And now all I wear is Converse, pair of pants, and white T-shirt every day. So I just don't have to. So think she doesn't about. have to make that Bang. decision. All in my I know it sounds silly, but that, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. All, it's all just these. Don't other have the, time. I the
0: same thing at home. Just have select shirts mm. on the one side with the pants. Bang. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that's it. Out the door. Yeah, yeah. So good. There
1: was a turning point in my relationship, with my husband, where. It was just because, and it's not necessarily just women, but, you know, you have so much mentally that you manage. And I was, like, managing the house, managing the kids. And I know I was outsourcing those tasks, but I was still the manager. Mm -hmm. And so I was framing it as I can't be, I I, I can, you can delegate to me Mm -hmm. for some things, but I cannot make the decision anymore. So there was a question at one stage of, like, oh, what do we need from the shops? I was like, I don't know. You tell me. I'll go get them. <laughs> I can't make the decision. <laughs> wow. And so again, it's it's just yeah. a reframing of. Yeah, sure. So I kind of laid out uh, all of the jobs that I was managing, and at the time it was like PhD kids work idea. And I was like, I can't do all of this. So you're gonna be the house manager. And we're going to share the kids management and I'm going to quit my PhD. (laughs) And that's how we did it. You
0: got like an org structure for your family. No, you you
2: gotta. You (laughs) gotta. gotta. But you gotta think about it. Entrepreneurs (laughs) Um, are problem solvers. So people always (laughs) go to problem solvers (laughs) because it's like, it's second nature to us. We can solve problems really, really well. Yeah. Um, And so there's a bit of learning around you with the people that you live with. Yeah, exactly. To go, ah, she's the problem solver. Yeah. (laughs) The problem solver (laughs) for something else now. And maybe we need to step up.
0: Yeah. Mm. Final uh, plug. Ask where do people where can people go if they want to learn more about Idea Academy.
1: Go to our website ideaacademy1a. Yeah, and
0: um,
1: drop into Flux. Come down to the basement. It's f- just follow the stinky teenagers. <laughs> There's and, an odor. A <laughs> little loud noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just go to our website, our socials. Yeah. Like, Give us yeah, a call. Yeah, we'll put them all in the show notes yeah. and stuff yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. Um, but thank you so much, guys, for coming thanks, on thanks the show. For us. If you enjoyed this episode today, uh, please go like and subscribe uh, and follow us on all the things Weird Growth. Um, thanks, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.